Hi, everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and today I came across one of my older journals, and I thought I would show you guys how to make it. It's a very simple, very basic journal that I actually made mostly from junk mail, a little bit of fabric, and uh, just some blank pages. It's a writer's journal, and if you can look closely at the outside, it is a painted, faux, antiqued, uh, steampunk metal plate design which is just, this was actually made with a copy paper. That's all it was, just regular copy paper. And the spine is a uh, exposed spine. You can see the strings from the spine going through eyelets. Eyelets are optional. You don't have to use those, but they add a nice little uh, touch there. And the back is the same design. And then on the inside... I put a pocket here made from an old bingo card and I just put tucked some ephemera in here, just some fun things. But on the inside cover, and the uh, um, it is fabric covered and I wanna show you how to do that easily and quickly and uh, very effectively and it makes for a very nice soft journal cover that doesn't creak or crack. Sometimes if you use paper on the inside um, with the gluing and because everything is attached here, it sometimes does the creaky crack um, noise. And that's basically the paper coming apart from itself because of the tension of this. Sometimes it's a little too tight in here um, and you're going to get that. But the fabric helps prevent that. So I'm just going to show you how to use fabric as an option for the inside. It really does cure a lot of uh, difficulties on, on the inside of your book. And for the pages on the inside, I just used a random eclectic mix of ledger, Co uh, coffee dyed college rules. This is some um, uh, mail that came in. Um, graph paper, magazine pages, uh, more uh, application for something. Apparently I didn't apply for. Uh, just some pretty college rule paper that I had uh, uh, spritzed. Uh, some music writing paper. Yeah, oh, look at that little extra piece of something. Uh, and also just fun papers. Maybe there's some newspaper in here. What was that? It looks like a magazine ad. Somebody was filling out how to answer some type of questions. Or maybe that's uh, knitting. Maybe something to do with knitting. Um, but anyway, you can fill them with anything you like, anything that you have. And in this particular journal, I made three signatures. A signature is a little booklet of papers inside a book. So this is one signature. This book has three signatures total, and I usually use between 10 and 12 pages of papers on the insides of journals. Uh, you can use more or less. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Less, but that's uh, what I found to be a happy number. Um, and it, you know, I've been able to work with that number, whether my pages are thin or thick. Um, obviously, if you know, some of my books tend to get very thick because I put a lot of ephemera and embellishments in them, but they don't have to be. They can be purely writing journals and have mostly blank pages. And these are just very quick and easy to make. So let's get to it. All right. So the magic about this particular uh, journal is that it was made from junk mail. So I just grabbed an envelope. I got in the, a mail from junk mail and I'm just going to seal this puppy up here. So we have one solid piece. Okay. There you go. Let's get, get you down a little bit. Not too worried about uh, little tiny things because we're going to have a very um, 
you know, a decorated surface and that's going to have more papers being glued down upon it. And what I did was I just took a, um, a few pieces of copy paper and I cut them out in different sizes, rectangles, um, squares, different shapes and sizes. And this is a great opportunity to either use your copy paper or if you have a pile of stuff that looks like, let me just grab a pile of it. Everybody has this. If you're making junk journals, you have this stuff, these strips that you end up cutting off of the ends. This you can use to make this. So let's just grab some of this and make that. Okay, let's do it. All right, first we need to make our cover. So basically the cover I made like this and then I just folded this over and it's about that big. So I figure I need to about there. Nothing is exact here. This is just uh, measuring on the fly. Okay, have my spot. So, nope. Okay, it's about about here. Okay, now I'm going to use my craft mat here to measure where I'm going to put the top piece. Let me make sure. Maybe I'm backing you up a bit so you can see better. Okay, there we go. That's better. All right, so I've got it squared up here. Got it squared up over there. That means I've got this mark here, which is about a quarter inch that way. So I'm going to put this mark about a quarter inch that way. And then I am going to tear this. You can cut this or tear it. Both will work. It's just paper and it, the, we'll deal with the edges after. It doesn't matter. This will be an open envelope, obviously, but you don't have to uh, worry about that because we're going to uh, seal the edges when we make this. Now, the next thing you want to do is make your spine area. And in this particular book, the spine area is approximately about one and a half, yeah, about one and a half inches wide. And that easily accommodates three nice chubby signatures inside. So what we can do is we measure this so it's equidistant on either side Uh, Let's say if we put it in a square, they don't perfectly fit in one square and there's a little overhang here. So I'm just going to slide this over until there's the same amount of hanging over here as over here. Okay, this is me measuring. All right, so now, um, here we go. Okay, so we're going to count in. One, two, three, four, five. So this is my middle. I've got two squares that are in the middle and I need an inch and what was that? An inch and a half. So an inch would be here and here, but an inch and a half would be halfway to here and halfway to here. So that's going to be my spine area that I need. Then I'm going to, can you see down here? Uh, Nope. Let me move you up. Okay. There we go. All right. So same thing down here. Uh, in the middle. Okay. Right there. Okay. I'm going to do the same of the marks down here and there. Okay. So now, um, if you have a scoring board, you can just put this on your scoring board and then make some fold lines for your, um, uh, spine. Make sure I have this lined up before I fold. Okay. There we go. All right. There. And there. there. Make sure we're lined up. I think it needs to be a little bit more over that way. Okay, that looks good. Now I'm just going to use the ruler as my bone folder. This is giving me, or my uh, scoring board, giving me basically the same effect 
Then I'm going to use this one attaching to that one. I'm lining up these two little dots, dot and dot, and I'm doing the same thing, folding this over to give my main fold. Okay, so now that I have, I have my book shape, let's just make sure it's, it's right. If it's not exactly right, I can always shave off a bit. I might be a little bit long on one side, but I'm not going to worry about that right now. I think it's going to be okay. Um, now, what I want to do is make sure that these folds are nice and crisp. And if you have a bone folder, that's very good to use right here. If you don't have a bone folder, let me introduce you to add makeshift bone folder it's called your scissors. And you just run it down the, the back of the fold, and that gives you a nice crisp edge. Do the same thing here. Line everything up. Am I in? Okay. All right. Okay. Make sure I got that. Are you all in? Okay. And now I'm going to use this just to give it the old sharp spine edge. There we go. All right. So we have some nice, good folds there. Okay. So now the fun part about this is we can go ahead and use up some junk mail or some old pieces of um, cutoffs from previous projects. You see that? Where am I? Am I in? Yeah. Okay. All right. There. Okay. All right. And uh, so let's flip her on her back and let's just go ahead and cut some of these up. I'm going to need regular. So let me get a longer scissor. And we're just going to do random shapes and sizes. Uh, it doesn't matter. Some short ones. Um, maybe you want to do some that are uh, quite as fat. Different lengths. Smaller ones. Longer ones. Doesn't matter if they're the same color. It might actually look cool if they're not. You might have a little bit of that coming through in your design. Some longer ones. Let's do a short piece there. Okay. If I could cut straight, life would be a lot better. Okay. Um, so let me just cut some of these up. If they're not perfect, it's not, it's not going to matter. This one's a little stiff. I may not use him. I just want to use the soft papers. And this is a great way to blow through some scraps. Okay. We just cut a bunch of these. And actually, why, why am I cutting one at a time? I could be cutting 10 at a time. All right. Right. Exactly. Okay. I heard you. I heard you. That makes perfect sense. All right. Let me grab some more of this. We're going to need more. Okay, pulled out a whole bunch more of this stuff. And look at this. This is kind of cool. Um, I don't know if we want this stuff, though. So let me just take that off. Yeah. I've got uh, a few pages of this college rule dye. And, and the coffee dyeing is not going to show through that much. So I'm not worried too much about that. It's different lengths. Different random and we can always cut more as we go, depending on what we need. But uh, yeah, you just want to have good variety and uh, lots to work with. And this is really nice because it blows through tons of scraps. And we know how we need to do that, right? All right. Okay. Cut some of these smaller ones. We need some squares. Um, a whole bunch of squares. Perfect. So I've got some longer ones here and midsize. And I think we're going good here. Okay. Let's start and see how far we get. All right. So you can glue this about a million and one different ways. 
And one of the easiest ways to start gluing this is actually you can just glue stick the whole thing over and then adhere your squares with this glue stick. Um, but, you know, and um, hang on. Here is something I haven't pulled out in 101 years. Mod Podge. I hope there's no mold on it. <laughs> God, I really haven't pulled it out in 100 years. Okay, so I've got my Mod Podge out and I've got a sponge and I'm just going to sponge over this. And uh, that's going to give me a nice sticky surface. It's going to make the paper wrinkle a little bit, but I think we should be just fine by the time everything dries and we've, you know, molded it and this and that. And I think it's going to be perfect. So this, yeah, this is still a little hard from last time I used it, but that's okay. I should have rinsed it better. And with Mod Podge, you want to put down thin layers, okay? Thin layers are better. And let's say I'm going to do half of this first and then I'll come back and maybe do more as I get some of this down. I just want to get the ends good but we're gonna we're gonna put paint and stuff on it so that's gonna help adhere some of the ends as well. We'll go over this fine too. I think we can do that. Am I in? Yes. Okay. Good. All right so we have that and I need to get make sure at this point that you have a um you have a wet nap out because you're going to need it. You're working with Mod Podge and gluey fingers. And here we go. Ready? Okay, let's do this. Rolling up the sleeves, going in. Okay. Right, really no right or wrong, but I would recommend that you hang over the edge um, a bit. Okay. And uh, you want to rotate the way the papers lay. And this is kind of the fun part. You just go to town. That's right. You just lay your papers on down like nobody's business. Make sure they're only one thick. Am I still in frame? I feel like I'm tilting. There we go. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Just get a pile of these in my hand. And we will go. All right. Let me put you there. Okay. No, don't drop them all, Pam. <laughs> all right. And here we go. This is the fun part. This is the Zen part. Just putting all the papers down. This is fun. doesn't matter if they all adhere perfectly or not, because we're going to slap some more glue over everything, and that'll just seal the heck out of it. Okay. Um, hodgepodge. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Which tends to be the ticket with this stuff. The more hodgepodge, the more interesting the design. And I think um, it's, this is totally up to you. And uh, what you want to do is put your um, basement layer down first. Because um, you can always come back and put stuff on top. And the more angles and the more turns, I think the better. Because it creates more of an interesting design with this. Oh, I'm dry already. See, I need to put a little more in there. Okay. It doesn't matter if you go over to the top of the other stuff because it's all going to be glued down. Um, okay. Um, different sizes help. Yep. Okay. 
All right. Going along here. This takes up. Oh, it's a little dry there. Just wet it up a little bit. The sponge works well for that. I'm going to do that. And uh, let's see. Oh, we've got two there. I'm going to put you there. Uh, put you there. And you here. And I'll just go fill in the holes and it'll all be dandy. All right. Moisten you up a little bit. Getting more down. More down. And this was a great way to use up what was on my desk the day I made this. I just was one of those days when I said to myself, I'm not leaving this desk until I use up all the scraps. And I had a bunch of um, copy paper and junk mail scraps on my desk. So it was a mission and mission was accomplished. So you can come out with a cool looking junk journal before you know it. All right, so we're ready to glue this side. Let's do that. Can you still see? Am I in? Okay. All right, dipping. I'm dipping in the Mod Podge and I'm putting down a thin layer really quick here. No must, no fuss, no painting for hours or anything like that. Just get on with it. <laughs> Put the glue down. Um, if you're worried about your Mod Podge sponge, just stick it in a plastic bag while you're you're doing this so you don't have to worry about uh, anything coming apart or, or not or hardening actually so that's a good way to handle that okay let's put some of that there put a long one here it doesn't really matter uh, I'll put you here are you sticky yeah it's still sticky there okay I've got a lump that's okay and we're just going to use all these little papers up kind of half sticking inside you have to decide if you're on the top or on the bottom and you're on the bottom there you go. You've made your decision in life and you need to stick with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's put maybe this here. Yeah, why not? Okay. Sometimes we tear. All right. And what else we got? Got you. We can put you there. And we can... I bet you're dry. Yeah. Let's wet you up a bit and just dampen you up a bit with some more glue. Okay, here, here, oh, we'll dry there, boop, boop, wetting, wetting, okay, we'll watch a little more, you're drying fast on me, must be dry today out, we don't get that in Florida too much, so it must be the winter, and it is, yeah, that happens sometimes here, but the more turns and the more angles, the better, these are uh, right angles to each other, they're 90 degree angled papers to each other, so kind of think about that when you're when you're making this, um, you, you can rotate them as well, but this particular design with the metal plates tends to lend itself towards uh, favoring the um, right-angled plates if the rivets were done according to plan, although there is no plan because there's no rules. So just do whatever you want, whatever feels good. Okay, there, do we have that? We have most of oh, the middle section there. And then we are done. Okay, you're nice and wet. Yeah, you're nice and wet. Okay, we'll go. Doesn't matter what these papers look like because I said they are going to be covered with paint and gesso and fun stuff like that. So that will cover up a lot of the design. As a little of it may show through because we are working with um, lined papers and this and that. Um, you could put a lot of gesso on it and make it purely white, um, but we, we shall see as we go what the design uh, calls to us. Let's see, you want it to go that way, don't you? Okay, so now I think I'm going to go over everything with a light coat of uh, the Mod Podge just uh, 
to um, adhere down all the little flyaways. Oh, Mew flew away. You came right off. That's okay. Okay. Oop, and down you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can use a paintbrush for this too. I just prefer the uh, sponge myself. And just put a little glue on the back that helps it stick, lay down flat if you have that going on. And down we go. Down. All right. All right. I glued you down. And yes, I'm getting this all over my craft mat and I will need to clean it up after. Made a nice little job for myself. But it's just easier to do it once. I can wipe this mat down, which I do need to get better at because um, obviously this mat has a few, it's been through a few battles. It's been through a few crafting sessions for me. And uh, I don't really want to fold there because metal plates don't necessarily have a fold, but it's okay. I'm not going to freak out over a wrinkle, but I don't think I have to have the wrinkle there. I think I can get it out because everything's still really wet. Okay, there we go. And here, just getting this area down. Okay, there we go. All right, let's stick anything down that's not sticking. Okay, there we go. Okay, buddy sticking? Just I'm doing the finger test now. I can go and feel what is not stuck. So that's a nice way to go in with the end. You can even dip your finger in a little bit of Mod Podge and just, you know, cure all ills that way. Anything that's sticking up, just stick it down. Yeah. Okay. Now, the next part I'm going to do is I'm going to dry this with my dryer. You can air dry this. You can walk away and have a snack and have a grand old time and come back and this will all be nice and dry. It'll probably be a little wrinkly, a little warpily because we are working with a wet white glue. But um, there are ways we can flatten that out. You can iron it if you put a cloth over it. You can iron it. You can iron it with wax paper, um, with a cloth, wax paper, and then you're, I'm sorry, with a um, wax paper on it and then a cloth and then iron over that and that transfers a little bit of the wax onto it and that gives a very nice cool uh, uh, waxy sort of surface and, and we may actually do that I may show you that that's fun um, okay just something fun to play with okay so I'm gonna pull out my blow dryer and I'm, I'm not gonna torture you with the blow dryer sound um, let me just do that let me just oh, that's not my wet wipe that's my dry wipe here's my wet wipe okay so um, I will do that. I'll get it started. You can see what I'm doing, just using a heat gun. And I'm gonna blow dry this and I'll be right back. Okay, so what we're gonna do, I've dried it. It's all nice and dry and I wasn't snacking. I was working the whole time. And I wanted to show you that there are some spots that are not covered, but that doesn't matter because we are going to be colorizing the whole top and you won't be able to tell what is what is uh, the actual background versus a plate. So it's gonna be just fine. Now what we're gonna do is we're gonna flip it over and we're going to um, uh, recrease our folds just so we're clear about where our spine is so we can see them. That's kind of helpful. Okay, we did that. So now we can see that on the back. See that? And that's helpful. And uh, now we're just gonna put something on the inside here and there's a m many ways that you can adhere fabric to your base. And one of the ways is something called Yes Paste. Yes Paste is um, it's an all-purpose uh, stick flat glue. So I would say it's almost like glue stick in a jar. 
or wallpaper paste. That's the consistency of it. Uh, the thing about Yes Paste, it's a, a very old product. It has been around forever. First of all, heard it from um, Frugal Crafter. She recommended it and I've tried it and I thought it was pretty good. But basically it gives you time to move things around and then it slowly dries and you've got room to slide things around, time to slide things around a little bit. Um, but what I'm going to use, oh, uh, alternatives, you can use Fast Grab Tacky Spray by Aileen's. You just spray, do, I would recommend doing this outside because this stuff stinks and this tacky spray kind of goes in a cloud and it gets everywhere and everything is tacky sticky. So, uh, you really want to have a good, well-ventilated environment to do that. This stuff, I don't smell anything. Okay. With the yes paste. So I would use this. It grabs great. It's great for fabrics too, because it'll just stick down and, um, um, adhere it for you right where you need to. And it's very fast and it's instantly dry. So there's no drying time there. You could also put Mod Podge down here and just glue your fabric to that. Although the Mod Podge is a wet white glue and it might come through your fabric. So you might get some spotting. Just some thoughts. Um, okay. So this is, it looks like a glue stick, right? Um, just in a big jar. Um, so basically I'm just going to get that to go down, but uh, the easiest way to apply it is this old trick. You just get a, a card from the mail or an old credit card or an old gift card and you just smear it. You just want to do this little thin, get your corners good. Yeah. And down you go. Getting those edges nicely and I'm getting it on my craft mat, which I see, I wiped off all the white glue. Aren't you proud of me? I actually did it. Yeah. I'm getting, getting better at that sort of, <laughs> not really. Um, okay. we got that going. And we're going to put this little blob here. You don't need, well, you need enough to cover it, but you don't need it seven inches thick. I mean, don't goop it on where there's, you're going to be here till a hundred years from now waiting for this stuff to dry. Uh, but the nice thing about it, you don't really need to wait too long. You can carry on once you get your fabric in its position. Okay. So I'm going to get my little wet wipe. Oh, you've tilted on me again. I think I'm yanking on the microphone cord. Okay. So I probably should have cut this first, but, uh, Let's just put it down. All right. I'm going to put this down here. Now I have time. See how I have time to move that? Just stick it down and we're down. Okay, so that's pretty much that. And that's going to dry with time. The complete grab over time is going to be stronger, but I can still work with it right now. It's not coming through. That's the nice thing about it. And uh, you really don't get a lot of wrinkles when you work with this stuff. So this is good for the outside cover and the inside cover. <laughs> I got a little pink string. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to go around and just quickly, quickly, can you see what I'm doing? Let me see. Okay. Whoops. I'm sorry. I'm going to see it hasn't totally adhered yet. It's coming off a little bit, but I'm just going to cut a big square around this so I can get rid of all this extra material without cutting my microphone wire. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Okay. You get very quiet around here all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. I've got that. This is out of the way. Now I'm just re-adhering, re-adhering. Not too worried about this because in this particular design, I went around and sewed the edges and you can do that too with a zigzag stitch. It's a nice way to seal down the edges completely, which is uh, very advantageous. Again, highly recommending everybody get brave and get out there and get a basic sewing machine. Even if you get a $20 one at the Goodwill, it just needs to sew paper, straight stitch and zigzag stitch. All you really need. Okay. So 
we have that. And now for my next trick, um, I should have actually uh, trimmed that all off, but I think I can do that now. Yeah, let me do that now. I'm going to go ahead and trim the extra off. So I'm going to follow my white paper, whatever I can see of it. Get the actual shape of my journal here. Okay, cutting, cutting. You could have trimmed the uh, outside first. That might have been easier. I would recommend that actually. It's easier to follow. But I can see my white paper underneath pretty easily, so I can just follow that. Doesn't matter if it's actually perfect, perfect. But there we go. So we have this. And now it's starting to look like the other one a little bit, huh? Yeah. Okay. All right. So now I think what we should do is gesso it up a little bit. And I did have my gesso right here. And I'm going to use that same little card. And whoops, let me get you in frame. Okay. Just had to take a swig of water. Old yappy pants here is getting a little bit uh, uh, dry in the mouth. Okay. So we're going to use the same technique. Uh, We're going to pull some of this out. Yeah. Okay, this is Heavy Gesso White. There's a link below the video if you're interested. Um, But you can get this at any craft store. Basically thick white paint. Um, And what you want to do is put a thin layer down first. Okay. And the more uh, thin layers of white that you put down, the more opaque it's going to be. So you might have to do a few layers of this. And I will uh, speed this up for you so it doesn't take so long. I'm just going to put some down. This layman page, making everything whitey. All right. And you can blow dry this. You can um, heat gun this to help it dry faster. You can put it outside in the sun, help it dry faster. Get a little bit more there. Okay, let me dry this. And uh, we'll see if we need another coat. All right, here we go. Okay, that's almost bone dry. It's still a little bit damp, but I can go ahead and I think I'm gonna put one more coat of gesso on this just so I have a little bit more. So let me go ahead and do that. Just doing the old finger tool technique here. Very expensive, sent in from uh, Canada. (laughs) And uh, here we go. And you can also glue down any of those little glue flyaway ones too. I'm just putting a layment down. Probably completely lost my spine lines, but I can go ahead and pull them back because I, I made them nice and sharp and I can see them on the inside. So that'll yeah, help with that. Okay. It wipes up pretty good from the, uh, the table pretty easily. This uh, If you get it when it's still wet, you'll be able to wipe it up very easily. Okay. All right, there we go. And remember, we're going to put more colored stuff on top of this, and we have options with that too. So without further ado, I'm going to wipe up my table, and then I'm going to blow dry this or heat gun this or let this air dry, but I'm actually going to heat gun it. Okay, here we go. I'll be right back. Um, Here's my heat gun. Okay, you can use just about anything to colorize this, and uh, I've got a selection of some very inexpensive 
craft paints that I got somewhere, gosh knows where. Um, and um, we can use these colors or we can use our inks, our Distress Oxides to also color this page. So I think I'm going to try a little combination of both. This is what the original one looked like. And I honestly don't remember. I think this one is Distress ink, uh, Inked, just different colors and maybe some uh, that looks like I used some of these um, Rub It Rub and Buffs things on there too. See that color? Looks a lot like that color. So I think that's probably what I did. Um, but let's go ahead and just make, okay, let's go and find our spine again where it went. And if we completely lost it, if it disappeared, you can see it there. You can just make another one. Okay. We can do that. Okay. Finding spine, taking it down, pushing. Oh, there's spine right there. Okay, going along, double checking on this side. Do we still have spine? It's, it's already been folded there, so there's a, a natural play there. Let's see if it looks like it should. Yeah, it does. Okay, good. Okay, this is still a little damp, but that's okay. It's better to wait till it's completely dry before you apply your next layer because everything's just going to work out better. But I'm impatient, so I want to show you. Okay, so let's put down some color, and I think I want some brown. Where's the brown? Here it is. Okay. All right, be breaking open a new one for you guys. All right, and you could use do this with... Um, I have a thousand paintbrushes. Do you think anyone are close to me right now? They're all in the other room. Okay. Um, let me grab one. Okay. I probably grabbed the hardest paintbrush. Probably a softer one would be better, but let's just see how we do. I guess I should have grabbed some water, but oh, here we go. Let's see what happens. Okay, so this one's going to have a lot of brown on it. I mean, it doesn't really matter how much white you get. You could even like just do a little bit there and then have it dark on the edges like this. Such a messy painter. It's okay. That's half the fun, right? Okay. Um, come down here. Edges all nicey nice. And across the top. Remember, you can always.